0: Welcome to Tony Take Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast episode 224. I'm Sean and joined with me we have off-road Andy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend and Andy, it's been a while since I've I've uh, flubbed it. On these uh, intros, and I almost just did right there. I don't know why I wanted to say welcome to the NBA podcast. I mean, I don't think they'd allow us to just. I'm be called Charles the NBA. Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> joined with me is Shaq. Um, well, I didn't do it, but I I, I still had to confess that I and almost said that I, I don't know why. Uh, this will be mostly NBA talk, uh, but not all inclusive to nba we're gonna actually kick things off with some baseball talk
1: yeah there's a, a a big baseball story that's been going around for a month well I guess say all season and maybe a bit dating back to a few seasons now but that is uh pitchers using substances to get better grip for their pitching whoa so uh we talked about it earlier how batting averages are at an all-time low and pitchers are uh, at an all-time high in strikeouts. And uh, a lot of people speculated that's because the pitchers are uh, they're cheating kind of. They're they're using stuff to make it uh, better for them. They have better grip and they can throw faster. They can get better spin rate. That's the big that's the big buzzword right now. Spin rate. So the ball Mm. rotates more. Now, um, I heard to hit
0: to counteract this. They're going to make the bats bigger, wider.
1: That would be one idea. Tennis Uh, racket. Uh, we should see if uh, Manfred is is interested in that, but uh, uh, yeah, a lot a lot of uh, people have commented on this and said baseball's just been looking the other way about it. Obviously, baseball's had other cheating things happen as of late, so they've. It's not a good look to completely ignore it, but also uh, maybe they feel like this is minor compared to the other stuff. Uh, I don't know. Um, the Dodgers, Trevor Bauer. Uh, has been talking about this for years uh, back when he was on other teams saying everyone else is cheating and I'm not cheating and it's not fair. And then eventually he said, well, if you're not going to stop people from doing this, I'm going to do it too. And then he became a great pitcher. Won the Seung last year uh, Whoa. after being kind of, uh, he was above average before that. And now he's a top of the line guy. Uh, but so this has been, this has been brewing for quite a while. And I think it was just this last week. Baseball said, we're going to take it seriously. Now we're going to have, Uh, We're going to crack down on people using substances, uh, all kinds of different things, which is, I mean, that's, that's been part of baseball for all, you know, its its entire existence is people trying to get an edge with things. And uh, like the use of rosin, that's been, that's a thing that's existed for forever.
0: Yeah, rosin Uh, bags.
1: And it's been legal. Uh, But now they, they said they don't want to, they don't want to deal with trying to figure out what's legal, what's not legal. And uh, because you can hide, well, this thing seems like it's legal, but you're actually using the illegal thing.
0: Charlie uh, so Sheen they, do anything in this, like this, like in Major League? or
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously the spitball was the the famous thing. You spit on your hands and that gives you a better grip and that's, you're not supposed to do that. and all I mean, it's just, this is part of baseball legend, but technology's gotten better. They've figured out they have new chemicals they can use. So uh, I think that this new thing that's that everyone's using is called spider tack.
0: Whoa. You're like, so that drew, was really... Gluing like hairs on your hand. Yeah, you I don't really... Climb walls also.
1: I don't really know, but I mean the, the data does show that the the spin rate is is higher. So, uh, what that means anything for a casual fan? I think when you see the batting averages, you're like, "There's something's wrong with baseball," and baseball's been super slow to react. But but finally now they're they're cracking down and uh, just saying you can't use anything, which is a problem to people who that's part of their everyday routine is is using something. So uh, what we've seen is uh. Uh, some problems. So, yesterday the Tampa Bay Rays ace Tyler Glass now had to leave his start early, uh, and it turns out he has a partially torn UCL. So, uh, a fully torn UCLA, UCL, not UCLA. I almost said UCLA. Um, that would knock you out for at least the whole year. Is that, Is that a new
0: rep- made up thing to replace the ACL?
1: No, it's it's the ACL of the elbow. Oh. <laughs> It's the owner uh,
0: Tommy Bahama disease.
1: <laughs> Tommy John surgery yeah. is what fixed that. Aha. So uh, that's the it's the ulnar collateral ligament. I believe is is what that UCL stands for.
0: Is that pretty uh, much only baseball that runs yes. into this injury? Well,
1: I think tennis could get it too, but the it's tennis it's it's elbow. It is pretty much only pitchers that get it. Uh, sometimes you'll see shortstops get it because they also have to throw pretty hard. Um, but yeah, it's it's and it's something that. You see all the time young young players are just throwing harder and harder and and it just that's what happens and, and it, we're really good at uh, treating it now it It takes a long time to recover, but we're pretty have a good success rate at it uh, and if you partially tear it, it means you can it could heal with rest, but if it's fully torn, you usually need surgery. so we don't know right now with glass now, uh, but he has come out and said uh this is the fault of baseball for doing this new stuff that he used to use sunscreen to get a better grip on the ball fully legal and that was never a problem uh but they now changed the rules as of a week ago
0: are you telling me you can't wear sunscreen out there no.
1: he uses sunscreen to grip the ball better
0: i know but all he has to do is say um, yeah i got sunscreen on my hands what do you want me to do i just put it on my arms
1: <laughs> the ump would come out with a towel He's yeah like, nope you gotta wipe it off on here so i i don't know there's a lot of confusion with that stuff but so he said in order to get uh, equivalent grip on the ball he was gripping it tighter and that's what caused him to get hurt here um, and right now uh, he's he's their ace with Blake Snell being traded to the Padres now season he is he's their number one guy and they're right now with the best record in baseball that is a devastating blow and a lot of times when these guys have these partially torn UCL UCLs they uh, they try to just rest and maybe come back and then end up getting a fully
0: torn one sometime. Yeah, later. it sounds like a Demarcus Cousins waiting to happen.
1: Yeah, so uh, maybe maybe he'll be out six weeks and come back and and be fine for the the rest of the season, which would be great for them. And then tear it next year. So did, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
0: Did people are people always getting this kind like this amount of injuries in sports? Like thirty, forty, fifty years ago, was it this many people getting injured all the time?
1: We'll get into this in
0: basketball. I think that. Yeah. These guys can't handle it anymore. I think they're they're asking too much of these people. I mean, baseball they play like three games a day, for you know, 500 days. That's yeah, a lot. it's a
1: it's a couple different things. I think one of it is just knowledge of injuries, whereas before people didn't know they were hurt and would play hurt and then be bad, and then they'd just be like, "I'm no good anymore. I don't get it," and then they'd never play again. And it's like, well, secretly you could have solved their career if you like treated the injury. Uh, so that that stuff there's no it's more easily recognizable what an injury is. Uh the other thing I think people are just bigger, faster, stronger now, which actually requires more force to do the same thing. So uh with baseball, like people are just throwing harder on average now and then because you want to you want to make the millions of dollars as a baseball pitcher, so you're going to give everything you got and do whatever you can to get that extra mile per hour on that fastball and just put more wear and tear on your body and, like so that that's one of the problems. Yeah, and in basketball I think it's similar too. It's just they're jumping higher, they're bigger people, they're jumping up in the air. Uh, our I don't think our bones and ligaments and everything have adapted well enough yet to how. Should
0: be a good commercial <laughs> for milk.
1: Yeah. Well, if that was really the solution is just more calcium, that that would be great, but I think it's just it's more than that. I don't I don't know, but then there's there's freaks of nature like LeBron who up until this year never really had any injuries despite like, how much force is LeBron generating every game he plays? Like, he could power the entire stadium. He probably
0: drinks, like, a gallon of milk every, like, three hours. And he should
1: endorse the milk. He should come out and do it. The the milk farmers of America. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, that that it does seem like there's just more injuries, and I think it. the problem is the athletes are too good. They're too big, too
0: strong. So we need them to step it down a notch.
1: Yeah, we need to go back to like the days of like six foot four centers and stuff like that. Oh
0: wow, I would I would shine.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, uh, any more baseball? Should we get into some Happy Gilmore talk?
1: Yeah, let's 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 move on.
0: So the ghost of Bob Barker got into a fight at a PGA qualifying round over uh, the weekend. I believe it was. Uh, This happened on the seventh green. And uh, one of the golfers hit his ball into the woods. Now, in his little, uh, you know, twosome, I, I assume, the other golfer man decided, you know what, this is his problem. Like, I'm Daniel Lafferty. I'm going to the show. And he and his dad, who was his uh, caddy, pr- uh, proceeded to walk onto the green and, you know, proceed with his putt. And while well, the other guy got up to their uh, to the green, and he was. He was peeved, Andy, because uh, the other guy didn't lend a hand in finding his ball. You know, courtesy thing. Let me let me look for your ball because, you know, this and that. Well, it became a rate of play thing and all this. They went to punches. They were throwing blows. They're rolling around on the on the seventh green there. Happy Gilmore.
1: Yeah, I mean, that golf was a gentleman's game.
0: Shooter McGavin is pissed.
1: Yeah. You know, you know what I blame? It's that that goddamn Jake Paul. He's bringing fighting into all kinds of things now. Yeah. as, As a society, we're just too into people just like, well, let's punch each other because you can make a lot of money doing it. So.
0: Well also, and we'll get into this in an entertainment podcast, uh, the fuse on the average person got shorter in this whole, like, you're not allowed to see people ever again thing that just happened and is kind of coming out, uh, the airline industry, for instance, we'll we'll get into this in the entertainment pod. So tune in next on that one uh, has seen just a massive uptick in uh, incidences in the skies that are not so friendly no more. Uh, so that could have been something to do with it, too. Um, I don't know. Also, these guys are golfers, so they're bigger, faster, stronger. So those punches probably hurt.
1: I mean, that's true as well. Back in the day, the average golfer was only five 5'2", yeah. uh, one, 130. Yeah, exactly. Now you got these Dustin Johnsons out there. I'm like, what are you going to do?
0: What can you do? I just thought that was pretty bizarre. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a headline like that for golf. I mean, obviously, it's, it's funny. Happy Gilmore uh, style, I guess. But I don't know. You don't expect that. I mean, Doug right. should definitely <clears throat> kick them off the tour
1: yeah yeah that's that's too bad i mean it, it well he was lucky he didn't it didn't land on a seven foot tall guy's foot yeah because that's that's you know the, the rule book states you, you have to you have to it.
0: hit it off his foot yeah so, pretty ridiculous um okay well moving on to the nba and andy i think it was a week or two ago that i uh i was complaining about this and uh My prayers were answered Uh, before we get into the playoff stuff. If you will uh, recall, I was complaining about one of the players on the Lakers giving the upfake of the year. But then instead of making them pay and shooting the wide open jumper, this little guy thought it'd be cute to jump into the guy who's flying past him on his right, jumping into him to try and draw a foul. He airballed the three. The ref didn't call anything, and I hope he gets dropped from the NBA and goes and plays in you know, Siberia or some bullshit. Uh, Sounds like a real Kuzma move. It wasn't Kuzma, because I know what Kuzma's name. Uh, well, the NBA is discussing a rule to change uh, the rule so that unnatural motions cannot draw a foul meaning you cannot jump into a guy on the side of you to try and draw a foul. I I honestly, ref should have ejected him right then and there. Yeah, yeah, no, I I did see this, and I think... Kudos to the NBA for addressing this horrifying pandemic of bullshit.
1: Yeah, so it's already in the rules that you you can commit an offensive foul on a shot. You've seen that where you kick the leg out, and it's like, well, you kicked oh, yeah, your yeah, leg. That's, that, that's been a, a, foul. a Big deal for a long time. So now what's so this is different. And I know this will be an emphasis that they're gonna want to call this. Uh, but it also leaves a bunch of subjectivity to this because you know uh like Luca is gonna do something. Uh Trey Young is is kind of like the, the guy who does this the most now. That's his reputation. Uh, notice- James Harden has already like gotten to the library and figured out the new rule and
0: figured out how to get around it. <laughs> the first um, and, two of those though are kids. The third one, yeah, he's older. Uh, the kids just need a good talking to. Like, hey, listen, well, you knock this fear, off.
1: My fear is that Luca will like throw a tantrum if he gets called for one of these, and then they'll, they'll like huddle up and they're like, "We're sorry, we didn't mean it. It's not nope. a foul."
0: I wanted zero so. tolerance, even on Luca throw him out of the game if he's going to you know, cause a, an uproar and punch some people on the seventh green also over this uh, new rule, yeah. because this is the way it needs to be. This is ridiculous. This is looking like soccer out there.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I've, I saw something today uh, unrelated to this, but remind me of that golf story. Uh, and you could segue into our, our basketball talk. Did you happen to see the Jokic brothers?
0: I don't think so. So they after now,
1: so, no, so after the or during the game when so Jokic was ejected in the final game of that series, so the, I the Suns Didn't
0: watch any of that series. I I had my head down
1: when that happened,
0: painful.
1: and then when it happened, I was like, "Well, this game's over now." But he was ejected from the the final game there, and uh the Jokic brothers, who are giant Eastern European guys, started screaming at Booker, and they were going to come down onto the court and fight him. And I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> These are some scary dudes like, like Jokic seems like Jokic is the little brother. Uh, so these guys are like 40 and they're not. I don't think they're as big, but they're still huge guys. Yeah, and, you know, Jokic kind of looks. He looks like a young brother, like the, the kid, the kid that they kind of like messed with. He looks so like childlike and innocent, like their yeah. brothers were like. Like they definitely killed people in the Civil War. <laughs>
0: That's pretty scary. No, I did not. I didn't. I, like I said, I, I couldn't watch the Suns anymore. I'm, I'm worried that it's going to be the Suns, and I don't even want to speculate on who they're going to play on uh, the Western Conference, but I certainly don't want to see them square off against. Now I don't know, uh, as we'll get into in a moment with uh, Kyrie Irving. Um, yeah. Well, let's, let's
1: stick with the Suns here. Uh, just that we do know they'll be in the conference finals. Only team they, to sweep. They...
0: They Unreal. swept. Uh, the other
1: the other series are all two two, so it means we'll we'll get at least a game six from all of them, which is a little surprising. But uh, so that's all over. And Chris Paul was was great in this series, like just incredibly efficient. And he's he's thirty five now, and this is it's only a second time being in the conference finals in his whole career, which is it shows you how hard it is in the NBA that there's there's so many good players that oh yeah, even if you're one of the best, you really need to be on a good complete team to to go far, but. Uh, yeah, so they're, they've got a long rest, it looks like, waiting for who's going to win in the Clippers series. But, um, yeah, i was surprised that they're able to sweep. But, it's, you know, if, if Davis didn't get hurt, maybe they didn't even get out of the first round. That's how, that's how close this is. Yeah. Like, they've looked dominant. Uh, and then the other side of it is uh, Portland's got to be embarrassed that they lost to the Nuggets in six games after the Nuggets really looked pretty bad here.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't be pleased about their performance, regardless. I mean, not winning a single game is pretty terrible.
1: Yeah, and then having your your MVP get thrown out in the last one—that's kind of that sucks for the fans. But I think the the real story, of course, is that their season ended when Murray got hurt. That it's it's too important to have someone that that big not play. Like you can't. You really yep. can't get around it. Uh, although Milwaukee and uh, Brooklyn may maybe an exception, we'll we'll see how that that goes. But uh, uh, that was just, that was huge. I thought Denver may have been the favorites in the, in the West with the moves they made right before Murray got hurt, and then um, wasn't enough. And the, the the other guys they had, I don't think were experienced enough or confident enough to to really step up. Because I mean, they, I liked Gordon. They got Aaron Gordon from the Magic, but he is not a scorer, and then. Uh, Porter Jr., just although he was great in the final month of the season, he kind of shrunk here in the playoffs. So, uh, we'll see what, what they make, what kind of moves they make in the offseason. They'll be back. They Jokic isn't going anywhere. He's still one of the best. So,
0: yeah, it's the same kind of thing like we've seen in the last three seasons with Milwaukee. It's like they're incredible, but it, they're just not ready. Circumstances were different. Maybe it'd be, you know maybe it'd be a different outcome. Uh, you have Murray, you know, healthy, who knows? So, I mean, it's not like they had a full squad, I guess it's, it's not as embarrassing as it could be.
1: Yeah. And, and the Suns were better all year long. I mean, don't sleep on, on these teams. That, that yeah. They're also the good. two seed
0: playing the yeah. three seed. It's not like it's the other way around or anything.
1: Yeah. It's not like the, you know, last year's two seed losing to the three seed. Yeah. Which happened. I forgot which teams that were though. Uh who who know. was that?
0: It was only like four months ago, but I don't remember yeah. that anymore.
1: <laughs> uh okay, well um moving on, uh yeah, in, in the East. We got the net. The Nets are playing uh they're about to start game five right now. So after the Nets kind of dominated games one and two, Milwaukee was able to win games three and four. Um they won close game three. Uh Holiday had a last second shot to, to win the game there. Uh, and then I think the story game four is, is that Kyrie got hurt and now mm-hmm. they're without Kyrie and Harden. Although Harden says he will play tonight, so so um, I was
0: just looking that up. I heard earlier today he was questionable.
1: Yeah, well, right now he is he is playing as of ten minutes before tip off. So whoa, uh, whether that means he will play five minutes and, and leave, that might be a thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I just I now worry. And I don't care, but I worry for the fans of Brooklyn that they're gonna see an Anthony Davis situation. He's gonna go down, you know, a little awkwardly and then there you go. See uh uh, you know, January twenty
1: twenty four. Well, uh same thing with uh Durant. Uh his yeah, last exactly. year. Exactly. Like
0: this is no, you know, this isn't new.
1: Yeah, Durant had some sort of Toe thing or something. I forgot what it was. Something a little minor, but he's like, I'm coming back. And then he put too much stress on the other leg and tore his Achilles. And it's like. So uh hamstring injuries are, are no joke. I think that's also what's keeping uh Conley out for, for Utah. So yeah, um, it's you you don't know when you're ready and you don't want to come back too early. It's it's such a that's a hard balance here. But I guess with the Nets is it's almost do or die at this point. Like you don't want yeah. to go down three two and then have game six in Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, in Milwaukee tonight, still favored by two and a half points as of you know five minutes yeah. ago.
1: And uh, Kyrie has been confirmed to be out the rest of the series as well.
0: Yeah, that ankle. I, I watched that on the news, and that didn't look uh, too good. Any ankle yeah. injury, you know, you always just you know you're going that internally, and I did that that move, so it looked bad.
1: Yeah, so uh, I mean, I guess by the time this podcast is out, this will be dated. We'll know who won the game five, and yeah, uh, that'd be very important to the listener. Just
0: think back to where you were, you know, twelve, yeah, twenty four hours ago, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. What an exciting time it was! We don't know what's going to happen,
1: and I, and I don't know if I I'm that I care that much about it. Like if Milwaukee advances and kind of overcomes all this criticism, only because the Nets were hurt. Like I'm kind of fine with that. And, and again, the Nets will be back next year. Like all those guys are, are still there under contract. So.
0: Yeah. I'd still prefer the, uh, the Nets to lose just because you got to break up the big banks. Like this is such an unfair team if they're healthy, um, that, yeah, obviously if they stay the same next year, we'll, we'll see them right back in action. So let's go Giannis.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I think, I think it'll be a fight. I, I think whatever. I think I, I could see Harden like figuring something out that he doesn't need a hamstring or something. <laughs> that he like well, plays in a wheelchair or something. Yeah, all he
0: does is that one dribble forward between the legs three times and a step back. Doesn't take a whole lot of effort on the leg, I don't think. Yeah, and then he'll just like stand there, and you know it'd be four on five on 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 defense. Uh, but hey, he'll hit a three every time down. We'll see, we'll see. Does that move where he tilts his head back, puts his hand in the air, like every kid in NJB that annoyed the hell out of you, he's like, yeah, I'll pass you the ball when you're open, but you have to deserve the ball at some point. You, I'm not just going to pass you the ball every single time. You see him when do he does that, isn't that annoying? <laughs> I hate that. I
1: think you have some irrational hate for him, but...
0: Yeah, definitely have some... <laughs> Don't tell me he doesn't do that, though. Next, we watch him tonight. Look for that move. He'll arch his head and stick his hand out. Maybe squint his eyes a little, even.
1: Okay. All okay. right. So everyone else at home, look for it as well.
0: Keep an eye out.
1: Okay. Let's 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 move on to the other Eastern series, which has been uh, strange. The Hawks had that big win, Game One, but it seemed like okay Philly's still the better team and as long as the beads playing uh they'll, they're just better and games yeah. two and three kind of went out that way they they were they were better and it seemed like okay well Philly's just an incredible defensive team it doesn't matter who the Hawks have they'll be able to kind of clamp down on them uh and then in game four the Hawks came back from a 15 point halftime deficit to end up winning that game close game and now I guess it's a series it's, it's a three game series so it's two-two. Philly is still going to be the favorite, and would not shock me if they win the next two games by twenty points apiece. I think they are just—they're just better. But I don't think they wanted to be in this position where this was going to be a long series. I think they would look forward to a break that they're now not going to get.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of them expected little Trey Young to bring his team together like this. Um, let me ask you: Did you watch the last, you know, five minutes of that game uh, yesterday? before the Clippers I watched the last minute. <laughs> did you see Embiid fall right down under the basket? It was probably the last, like within the last five or so plays. I don't think to so. draw a foul. Maybe it was right before you tuned in. Well, he fell. They did a replay. It was such an act. Like he did not need to fall over. They probably would have still called a foul, More so worried about him hurting himself. Yeah, he's young, but he's a gigantic animal of a man. And you fall too hard. You're way up there. It's not like it's Muggsy Bugs falling down, like break his elbow or something.
1: Yeah. Generating a lot of force,
0: as we said earlier. (laughs) Worried for his health to flop like that. It was. I don't know. It was you don't see centers falling over like that, at least that easy. Yeah. But, I mean, he seemed fine, and I think he got one of the two free throws.
1: I'm um, looking at the box score. He was 8 of 8 on free throws. So, and he got two um, of the two yeah, free throws. <laughs> pretty good.
0: Kind of an ha- game. That's a feat in itself. He's the center. Yeah. And he's 8 for 8. LeBron James can't go 8 for 8 on his best day.
1: Yeah, and Embiid's a good free throw shooter. 86%
0: That's impressive.
1: Year. And and he shoots more than anyone, so it's not like, oh, it's some statistical Yeah, he course. goes to
0: the line three times a game. No. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Any NBA player who can't do that should. That's uh, just something to admire. It means practices.
1: Bad shooting night for for everyone. Uh, Bede was four of twenty, and I think he he missed his last twelve shots. I think what they said. Well, uh, maybe he then, practices
0: free throws too yeah. much.
1: And then Trey Young was eight of twenty six, which is bad. Ugh. And Bogdanovich is nine to twenty-four, but uh, again, Philly has some really good defenders. So, uh, not Seth Curry, but
0: yeah, they uh, were all in. over him, and he's still, you know, that double clutch. He's still got a, a decent look, that last shot, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that with Curry. Yeah, uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think Philly is still winning that series.
0: I agree with but, that.
1: Uh, I have to think that the people at TNT are, are happy that they're getting more games in here. Yeah. That if these all go seven games, that's, that's good for TV money, right?
0: Yeah, you got to assume they get paid per game, right?
1: I mean, they, yeah, they sell more ads during the, the games so, that they're running yeah. versus like a rerun of uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Yeah. Which is what they usually play. They
0: still might get paid somehow for that. <laughs>
1: You mean like Trey Young gets paid for that? Maybe. Yeah. Well, uh okay, the last series time here.
0: For your for years, Andy. Uh oh boy.
1: Did did game 1 hadn't even gone last time we did this, right? Or I don't think so. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's all four games have happened since then. Uh been it's been strange, it's been rough. I watched uh, that that game won, and like in the back of my head, like they're going to blow this. They're going to blow this. I hate this, and and they blew it. They blew it pretty quickly. I think they had a 14 point halftime lead that they lost within like the first six minutes of the third quarter, and then we're down the rest of the game. But uh, and it was very worried. They blew a winnable game without Mike Conley there, and that was a concern. Take advantage when he's out. That he is. He's not their best player, but he he's really he's still really good and makes that team work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was concerned, and then game two, they just were not good at all, and I ended up turning it at that off at halftime. And I think they, they made a comeback at the end, and uh, but did not, still didn't win. So two close losses and games they could have won, and I was like, all right, they're not going to do this again. They're it's over this time, right? Like, or at least it's unlikely. Utah is too good. They're not playing well at all. Even though there was a lot of a lot of stats, just like the, the earlier series against the, Ma- the Mavericks, where. Utah was shooting a ridiculous amount like uh, Mitchell averaging 40 a game and making half his threes that's not gonna happen yeah I hate Jordan that. Clarkson was out of his mind shooting threes uh and well kind of the law of averages happened again and the clippers just destroyed them both games like I I turned the game off at halftime last on yesterday's game not because I'm disgusted but because like there's nothing there's nothing Good here to watch. This game's over, right? It's yeah, like twenty six points at halftime. Like, I'm gonna go do something else.
0: That oh, was uh, fun to watch, and uh, I knew going into Game Three that they weren't gonna lose that game. It was at Staples. No way they're going down three one. And if so, put a fork in them, trade a bunch of people, and uh, better luck next year. Maybe there really is a curse, but I didn't think that was gonna happen, and I still don't think they're gonna. Uh, I don't think it's going to game seven. I'll just put it to you that way. Okay. I think like, it's, uh, I don't want to jinx anything. I know you're one of those kind of people, Andy, but I think they figured them out.
1: I, I will never be confident like that. Like I just can't do it. I mean, I think, I mean, they were up three, one against Denver last year and they looked like they're all right. This is it. That was last
0: year. Andy, there was everything turmoil
1: within their team. Yeah, yeah. there's no Harold this year. These there's guys no are going stuff. to
0: Dave & Buster's after every game, yeah. and they're just having a ball. They're having a big pizza. It's the best. You can tell. You know it. They're vibing. Yeah,
1: maybe, hopefully. And uh, that is strange that it's happened in both series like this, that it, it feels like they have to figure some things out, figure out which players work in these series. Like, yeah. like, game game one frustrated the hell of me. They played, I think, like 12 guys in the first half, and then in the second half, they tightened the rotation up, and Rondo played almost the second half, and since then Rondo has been benched. Rondo wasn't I even, forgot he was a even on the team. <laughs> he didn't even wear a jersey yesterday, <laughs> and he played most of the second half of Game One. Yeah. So Kyrie is like he's like out of his mind and a genius at the same time. Where he's like, it takes a while to figure out what works. Whereas like Utah doesn't need to figure out what works. They know they know what their team is. There's no like well there's no bow band there for them to make us extra move. Yeah. Like this is their team.
0: Well, they need to figure out how to keep the Frenchman out of foul trouble. The Clippers did a phenomenal job of attacking that guy and just getting those easy fouls on him. What did he have? Three fouls in the second like yeah, early in the second? That's
1: the value of Zubac there. He
0: it's, didn't have a field goal, I don't think, until like the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, I could see that. although at that point it did it really
0: matter, so no. And he was getting flustered too. Remember, he got a technical and even the announcers are like I think he's he's not one to be swearing at the people and the guys the refs and the guys the announcer's are like maybe he's doing it in French. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean he he's an emotional guy though. He, oh, he is. He, he, he is. he very much is. He makes as great of a defender as he is, he makes some dumb fouls sometimes like out of emotion.
0: Uh, yeah, he needs to bump comp- a guy he needs, too hard. And, he needs to talk to Phil Jackson.
1: Yeah, I know he like pushed Morris in the back uh, while the Clippers were in the bonus, just an awful awful foul.
0: Yeah, at the at top of the situation. three line.
1: Yeah, so... uh, No, that
0: was uh, Zubats.
1: Well, okay, so there's that one. There was one, I think it was his third foul, where it was just on a rebound, and it was Morris was kind of the position on it.
0: Oh, yeah, that one too.
1: He he just kind of gave him a little shove in the back, and Morris fell down, and you have to call it at that point, because otherwise it would have been a turnover. And it's like, you're putting a good free throw shooter on the line, and you get your third foul. It was just dumb, but I think at that point, they were already down by 20-something, so...
0: Yeah. Uh, No, I I mean, uh, Mitchell had... What half their points? Pretty much the whole game. Yeah, he's.
1: That's one good sign for the the Clippers, or another good sign for the Clippers is that he's he's not as good as he's been, and actually in these last two games he's shot poorly. So, uh, but he is keeping him in it because what the alternatives are not great there. Uh, but he's he's basically having he's having some Kobe like performances. I'll say, yeah, where you know Kobe will have Kobe would score thirty eight points a game uh and half of them would be because he took 38 shots and half of Mm -hmm. them would be great games and that's kind of what mitchell's doing here where he's he's getting over 30 every game but not efficiently every game
0: don't want that to happen because if he does that on the next game he's gonna pass up calm alone yeah yeah, i saw that they're tied right now at is it how many games playoff games in a row six six games in a row 30 plus points a game i don't yeah. I just don't like that we keep breaking all these rule records and I get it. It, it happens, especially now with points like points are free basically, but I don't know. It, it would just be kind of cool that the mailman kept his, Yeah,
1: uh, well, th- those scoring things are, they're all going to break because of, well, they're
0: all jokes. The only one that is going to be a while at least is the hundred pointer.
1: Yeah. So Even I saw Kobe's
0: 81 is still far away.
1: Yeah. I saw it was the uh, 2003 championship, like the Spurs, the Spurs offense that year would be like the worst offense in the NBA by far. Like yeah. they scored less than 100 points a game. It was like their best players didn't shoot at all. Like like Tim Duncan was was a good scorer, but he didn't shoot threes or anything. And it was like the efficiency is just so much better now. Like people know what the good shots are and they j- just jack up threes and they're way better at them. That it just, it's a different game that the – the points just you can't compare. So, Carmelo's streak is much more impressive than Donna it Mitchell is streak. because
0: he got all of those points with layups and dunks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Carmelo was not hitting threes, and he was getting to the line, but I don't think he was like a seventy-five percent type freezer shooter. He wasn't.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, eighty-something. So, and he was, you know, going against other good defensive teams, is going against I don't know Seattle or something, and the Lakers, and. Uh, it was just a slowed down, different pace game. So
0: you played with Grego Stertek. Yeah, <laughs> weird last name is that.
1: It's a weird human being.
0: <laughs> oh man! So yeah, I I look forward to you know each week we we talk about these, and next week who knows where we're, we'll be and uh, the outcomes uh, that'll follow.
1: I mean, if you remember what happened last series is that they lost game five after it seemed like, oh, they got this series and they lost it and then won the last two games. Uh, that'll be harder to do this time, I think, because game seven would be in Utah. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't know. It's like I. every time you think it's like they figured it out they're a good team now, then they do something bad. So I, again, have no confidence in that game tomorrow. Um, we'll see. Oh, boy. It's scary.
0: Well, I have confidence in them.
1: Although so. I did like they, they asked Kawhi like about like getting to the conference finals for the first time in uh, Clippers history. And he's like, I don't care. Like what? Like that doesn't mean anything to me. Like like, like he's been to the finals four times. <laughs> like, yeah, like what if I give a shit like that's like, I don't care if we get to the conference finals. Like that's not yeah, the he's goal. like, talk so, to
0: me in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. So I think, uh, I hope the other players aren't thinking about that kind of stuff either. Like that's, that's when you start to choke is if you're thinking of all the history, all the years of Clippers failures, like that's not your problem. Like that's not your fault. I don't think any of them are looking like that because those people
0: aren't good enough to be in the NBA if they let that get to them.
1: Well, I mean, Paul George, I think is super talented, but also super in his head sometimes. So
0: he wasn't last game, Andy. He looked great.
1: Yeah. But Paul George does recognize that history. Paul George grew up with the Clippers, so he is someone who remembers crazy shit happening. But uh, that's that's not you. That's not that, you know, Eric Pietkowski is not on the team anymore. So is yeah. Elton
0: Brand. No. All right. Well, I think that should uh, wrap us up for the 224th sports podcast of the Tony C pod. Anything else to add, Andy? No. Uh it's
1: good. It's good. It's
0: it's exciting. All right. Well, uh yeah, I'm Sean Join with me. We had off-road Slam Dunk Andy.
1: Oh, the, thank you.
0: <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs>